Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Weekly Reviews. I'm your host, Lucky, and welcome back to Anime Casuals. Today, we are talking about Goblin Slayer, Goblin's Crown, um, the movie. And uh, real quick, before we get into this, I just want to let you guys know what next week is going to be about. Uh, we're going to be talking about Shenmue, the animation. I, I talked about it a little bit at one point. And I've kind of mentioned it throughout that it was one of the better, uh, actually, to be honest with you, it was one of the best um, uh, game adaptation, uh, game animated adaptations uh, up there with like Devil May Cry. Uh, granted, I have never really played Shenmue, but um, anyway, I, I only have like one more episode I, I forgot to finish. So I'm just going to go ahead and finish it and then do a review on it. So definitely go check that out. Um, and then after the review, stick around for a little bit because uh, I'm going to go over the simulcast that I did not get to talk about in, um, in two days ago, two days ago, something like that, um, on a Thursday. Uh, so for that are coming to Crunchyroll in 2022, uh, sorry, summer, the 2022. Anyway, let's get to Goblin Slayer, Goblin's Crown. And one of the things I want to say is uh, the movie... This movie did not disappoint me whatsoever. You know, usually when you get an, uh, I don't know what you want to call it. I mean, it's a movie, obviously, but it seems more like an OVA to, to me. Um, but uh, when you get a movie like this coming right off the, the back of, of Goblin Slayer Season 1. Uh, by the way, I'm going to try to not spoil some things from Goblin Slayer Season 1. Um, just so that you don't, uh, just, just so that I don't uh, give too much away. But um, there's a couple things that that carry over from season one of Goblin Slayer into this movie, because it is, it, it does take place afterwards. Um, but you know, so take that however you want. If you haven't watched Goblin Slayer yet, you might want to go and check that out um, before listening to this. Or if you guys are totally fine with it, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to like spoil a whole lot. Um, just, there are some characters that, that bleed over into, that's a terrible way to, phrases especially with talking about goblins there that, that that carry over into the movie um so we have uh so so we have like the the, the typical people that uh that come in um we've got like the the uh high elf archer by the way i didn't actually realize this but nobody has a name have you guys realized that i mean i don't uh, by the way i i feel like i i probably should have mentioned this last time but i uh, I just never realized it. Nobody has a name in this. So if you like think about think about like what we're talking about, right? We have the hero, right? That's the the overall hero who who, who takes on the demon lord and all that stuff. It, it, in the background of this series, obviously, she's probably in the forefront of everybody else. Um, we have the the guild girl, right? We have Goblin Slayer. We have the priestess, right? Uh, nobody's name, like, I'm looking at the wiki right now, and there's no names on here. And I didn't really realize that until I looked it up a second time. Because, you know, I was just like, oh, yeah, well, that's kind of weird. But, yeah, I never actually looked at that. And, you know, nobody actually addresses everybody, anybody by name. And I'm wondering what the idea behind that is, because I think it's actually kind of impressive. Like, I, it's, it's kind of impressive, to, to say the least. I mean, obviously... Yeah, everybody says Goblin, Goblin Sreya-san, or Goblin Sreya-sama. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. Even like the sword maiden, like all that other stuff. Um, nobody has a, a freaking name in here. And it threw me off at first. And I don't know if, uh, like, I, my interpretation was that maybe, Ga, you know, to a certain degree, like everybody's, um, everybody, like, you, you just kind of see people 
um, as their characteristics more than their name. Like I, I couldn't really put my put my finger on it, but it was, I thought it was very interesting. Um, yeah, nobody has a name, man. Um, but anyway, uh, going into this movie to set it all up once again, if you haven't watched season one, um, some of the stuff carries over. The sword maiden has uh, sent a request to the guild uh, to for for Goblin Slayer and his party to go and track down a uh, the daughter of a noble. Um, she is a fencer. Uh, fencing, if you guys don't know, it's the um, it is the uh, uh, sword art where you know you you fence, bro. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like you, you basically uh, just look up fencing and you'll figure it out. But uh, uh, yeah, I don't actually know how to explain it. I mean, it's mostly just, you know, uh, stabs, stabby McStab stabs and all that other stuff. Um, but uh, anyway, she's the she's a fencer. And uh, they lost contact with her. She went out to go um, take out some goblins of a, of a nearby or not a nearby village of a village up in like the mountains of, uh, where there's snow and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, Goblin Slayer is sent over there with its party to go ahead and try and figure out what's going on, what happened to her and her party. And uh, yeah, a lot, you know, then Goblin Slaying ensues, man. We get a lot of uh, really cool scenes. Um, and then, uh, one, okay, obviously, we, I, I guess we should talk about it, even though I did skip it. Uh, the first 25 minutes are all just recap. So if you guys. I, I don't know why you would, but if you guys didn't want to watch season one, you guys could technically just watch the first 25 minutes and it gives you, I mean, a pretty solid recap from each episode, basically. Uh, so so you do get that, but I mean, you, you really got to watch Goblin Slayer season one if you haven't already. Anyway, um, we get to see, first off, I, I just want to say this. I actually wasn't super into this party like i was okay with the priestess and goblin slayer but then once they started adding more people uh you know the the dwarf excuse me the uh the the, the elf um the high elf uh what is she called the archer and then the lizard man I, I i wasn't super into it i i felt uh i felt like they lightened up the mood a little too much but then when i watched this uh this movie i was like you know what this is actually I actually kind of I, I I feel like I've kind of either gotten used to them too much, or I'm starting to realize their importance because they they do serve a really uh, they do serve a very um, uh, significant importance, right? Each one of them has their own skills, um, and obviously with just Goblin Slayer and the Priestess, they're gonna not be able to kill as many elves as as many elves. Sorry, as many goblins. Sorry, that was the wrong anime. Uh, as many goblins as possible so um you know obviously the lizard man uh specializes in, in in shaman stuff but also he's very very strong um so he's able to, to to carry people if need be um the archer is very very good at long range and then obviously we have the dwarf which actually i, I just want to commend um the the anime for going in this direction usually when i see dwarves there there obviously there can be dwarves that do magic and stuff but typically when i see dwarves they're more interested in um like fighting up close doing all that kind of stuff i don't typically see dwarves that are like uh that are mages which this one is and by the way this one's a very good mage i love this dwarf all of his spells are super convenient and um you know yeah and we get to see them all 
um, really, and this is the, the important thing that I wanted to see was progress. I wanted to see how they work together um, now. Cause you know, obviously they had um, like in the middle of the season, there is an episode, uh, sorry, in the middle of season uh, one of Goblin Slayer, there's an episode where things don't go as planned, right? And things are happening and Goblin Slayer kind of has to like bail everybody out. And uh, in this, it just, it feels like they're much more in control. They're much more in sync with each other. And I, I really, I really enjoyed that. Um, there is an interesting um, backdrop in the, you know, this kind of uh, overarching feeling that uh, there is a, 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 a higher up goblin leading this force, which I will not spoil. Um, but we, yeah, we get to uh, to see a lot of this. Um, you get to see a, a lot of um, different different uh, scenarios in here. So we, we get to see a lot of um, scouting and all that stuff. And I have to say, with the with the allotted time, because remember the, the first twenty five minutes are a uh, recap, so it's only about an hour long. And with that hour, they did everything that they needed to. I, I I mean, listen, I haven't read the manga. I think what did they say? I think they said it was like this is supposed to be like a um like a chapter five or something. I, I didn't remember exactly what it was, but it was supposed to like be taking over that chapter. And I have to say, I was not disappointed. Like I didn't feel like they needed to explain anything. In fact, I, I, okay, this is going to be a little controversial. So if you guys watched the weekend talk yesterday, uh, what, what was it? Um, Rising of the shield hero. We are all in agreement. They could have probably done this in a movie and it would have been fine. Uh, that's how I felt like I, I, I felt completely like it was so good to see. It was so good to see the, uh, uh, Goblin Slayer being totally unafraid of like, you know what, this, this can be told in a movie. We'll just go ahead and do that. Totally love that. It's, uh, it was great. Um, and yeah, I, I'll, I only have good things to say about it, but that's as much as I can go into in the terms of the story, um, without spoiling it too much. Um. But it does set up a lot of events for the the future, and I have to say, man, it really uh, you really actually get to see a little bit more of the human side of Goblin Slayer, um, just in in the sense that uh, he's much more because he's worked with this group for a while, and that's the other thing about this is character development, right? Um, I know I haven't cut out, I, I haven't you know done my outline right, the character uh, or the story animation. The animation is very very good. There are a couple of scenes where they do the 3d thing and it, it yeah you know it, it just didn't work for me but um they, they don't do that very often so i don't mind it right if, if, if you need to do do 3d anime or cgi for something that's like a little complicated that's fine uh, it didn't look that great so you know take that however you want but very very few scenes where that happens um and typically it's only with goblin slayer and um and with goblins and the only reason why i think they do that is because it's easier to because i don't know if you ever noticed like with cgi um facial structures like with with, with um with actual people like it looks really janky and kind of gives you that uh, uncanny valley feeling you, you guys know what the uncanny valley is it's like when you look at something and it looks like uh hold on, let me let me actually get a It's like um, an aesthetics, the uncanny valley is hypothesized relation between an object's degree of resemblance to a human being and the emotional response to. OK. Um, hypothesis that human replicas, which appear uh, almost like real human beings, elicit revulsion. 
so it, yeah it's very very strange like you get this like uncanny valley feeling from it um granted i guess you don't get that from goblins as much but yeah you you just kind of look at them you're like eh, you look a little different than what you're supposed to be but overall um great great uh movie um solid animation and mostly action man this was like an action-packed movie man there's like a there's a really good amount of like fight scenes and stuff um and just kept putting its gas on the pedal which is kind of what you need to do when you only have about an hour to tell a story right um tell what you need to tell get to the action do it perfect uh perfectly executed can't wait for season two uh overall solid uh solid four out of five um i i didn't know exactly what to give it but i mean i it at least deserves that four it's really far up there i feel like i'm just gonna keep on giving out fours i'm sorry guys i'm not i'm not good at, at reviewing these things uh but that's just my honest opinion let me get let me know what you guys think but let's get into the, the simulcast real quick uh real quick over here because there's some interesting ones um i want to go over a couple so and obviously i'm not going to go over the the ones that um that I've already talked about, um, but I do want to talk about some things coming over, coming out. Um, I've heard a little bit about a couple of these, but uh, let me see what catches. So obviously, there was one that I had mentioned a, a while ago, and I'm still not completely sold on it. Harem in the labyrinth of another world: a young man is reborn into a fantasy-like game and begins a journey to form his very own harem. And this is this comes out on July 6. I don't know, man. I still am. I still draw some comparisons to other anime that may do this better. Um, like, is it wrong to try and pick up girls in a dungeon? Um, and then just any other anime like that. But um, so this one, uh, I, I have no idea. Like, the name just sounds really crazy. So I kind of want to see it at some point. It's uh, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. That's right. You heard me right. And the Biscuit Hammer. I don't even know what the hell that means. Uh, let's see what it says. An adventure begins. Oh, by the way, there'll be a link in the info box down below. Uh, once again, if you guys want to check this out with me. Um, I'm on the second half where it says simulcast. And uh, this is the second row uh, down and all the way to the right. Uh, an adventure begins after a talking lizard appears saying the world must be saved from an evil wizard. I don't know what the hell that means, dude. What the hell is the biscuit hammer? Like, do they? <laughs> we talking about some Betty Crocker uh, biscuit mix? Are we talking about Bisquick? What the hell kind of hammer is it? What's going on here, man? Uh, and then this is another one that has been um, I've I've had my eye on, and I will absolutely watch and be detested. But I will absolutely detest myself every time I watch this. Uh, my stepmom's. Oh, by the way, uh, that biscuit hammer is uh, coming out July eighth. Uh, this one is uh, directly down from that. Uh, my stepmomer. This my stepmom. My stepmom's daughter is my ex. So it's exactly as it sounds. But I'll, but I'll just go ahead and read it anyway. This is coming out on July sixth. By the way, after breaking up, two students find themselves living together after their parents marry. Yep, you guys heard that right. It is exactly as trashy as it sounds. And I am excited for it. Um, let's see. Um, let's see some other ones that pop out. Uh, Engage Kiss. I'm not sure what this one is, but I, I, you know, I'm down for anything with romance in it. Uh, so this comes out July 2nd. This is uh, the, uh, what the hell am I going? Uh, this is the second row and the all the way to the left. Um, Engage Kiss, a demon hunter low on his luck, hunts down monsters alongside a demon sidekick in this brand new anime. Um, 
yeah, I mean, I don't know what that has to do with the kissing part, but uh, oh, and then uh, all the way at the top, uh, far left, uh, Black Summoner. This comes out July 9th. A battle junkie is reborn in another world to become a powerful summoner in this epic saga. So we'll see how that one goes. Um, I heard about this. I have no idea what it what it is to be honest with you. Uh, obviously, I just read that, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, that comes out July 9th. All the way to the right on the first row here. Dropkick on my Devil X. I feel like this looks like a, one of the anime that Johnny would probably watch. Uh, a gothic Lolita summons a snake demon girl going on to have a strange, violent life together. I don't know what that means. I feel like this, uh, this sounds a lot like... Um, uh, Monster Musume or something like every time I hear Snake Girl, don't you don't you just think about Monster Musume or uh Monster Girl Doctor? Like, don't you just think of like automatically think of that? Or am I like just weird? I don't know. Either way. Um So okay, I've never seen Orient. Okay, I just want to make sure that's very clear. Um but I feel like I under appreciated what it is. All of a sudden, I started seeing crazy things that were happening, and I was like, uh, you know, just on, like, YouTube or, like, Country World Clips and shit, and I was like, what the fuck is going on, dude? I only watched two episodes, and who the hell is this? So, I might get back into that at some point, man. Like, that that, that seems like a solid anime to get back into. Uh, but, yeah, we have the and um, uh, season two coming out, or it says core two. I don't know what that means. Uh, Ruby is coming over to Crunchyroll. I have not watched any of it, so I'm not even going to read the synopsis, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, they got some good shit coming um, in uh, in July, man. They got a lot of shit, dude. If we're going to have to figure... Oh, and here's the one I was trying to look for. Um, uh, the Maid I Hired recently is Mysterious. This one looked uh, very sus. Uh, this is July 22nd. Uh, and after a new maid arrives to care for an orphan, questions arise in terms of her mysterious presence. Uh, in other words, she's probably going to go after that dick. I, I feel like that's just, we're just, we're all in agreement. It's going to happen. Um, and then this one, okay, so I've talked about, like, my my appreciation for, like, father-daughter uh, roles. Like, I, I like one of my, my favorite uh, relationships was, like, Lily from, uh, oh, my God, Zombieland Saga with her father who's like this gigantic human being and she's like super small um but uh this one is called the yakuza's guide to babysitting uh and it's from uh let me see here uh a, it comes out july 7th and it says yakuza, a yakuza member known as the demon of sakuragi is assigned to look after his boss's daughter and that's all that i can really read from it right now but uh it, it looks really interesting uh the girl's Fucking super adorable, so we'll see how that goes. And then we have, obviously, uh, by the way, this is all in the bottom row. Tony Kawa, Over the Moon for You, special episode, man. Uh, dude, I, I love that one. I love that one. Uh, but we'll see. Oh, cosplay episode. Okay. So, yeah, we got great lineup, dude. Great lineup. Uh, I'm super excited. And as I said before, I'm definitely going to try and get that high dive uh, going on. So maybe we'll talk about some anime coming from there and expand our anime repertoire. But Remember, guys, uh, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box down below. Also, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at animecasuals with an S, real, R-E-A-L, at gmail.com. Uh, once again, the link to this will be in the info box down below, the Crunchyroll uh, summer uh, playlist. Once again, Goblin's Crown gets a 4 out of 5. Definitely recommend it. Definitely recommend you watch Goblin Slayer Season 1 as well. 
And remember, we're going to be talking about Shenmue, the animation, uh, season one, next uh, Saturday. So look out for that. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.